You're listening to episode number 471 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 29 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 44 anti-ups, 82 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road I think probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Are you getting snowed under? Oh my gosh, we're supposed to get at a minimum of four inches uh, and upwards of eight inches practically. Oh, good uh, lord! I think when everything's said and done, yes, we'll stay so, warm. Uh, fortunately, it was a it was a chilly that, well, it was a chilly thirty five degrees here this morning. So <laughs> for like for like a minute and a half, right? <laughs> hey, Vegas thanks, got thanks, Vegas wow. got snow this week. I mean, it was good. there for you know that long, but right. it was here. Oh, yeah, it's going it to be dusting. bad. Now, fortunately, uh, Monday is uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Right. So uh, the state of Michigan will be closed. So there will be an opportunity for us to uh, dig out uh, of the snow. But uh, yeah, so the wife and I did some grocery shopping Thursday night so that mm-hmm. we could uh, truly hunker down. It is not our intention to leave the house at all. We've got a as uh, got willing god willing as long as the power doesn't go out right we've got plenty of food to make uh meals for the next uh four nights so i'm surprised uh, you guys gonna, don't have a generator out and, uh, relax i'm surprised you guys don't have a generator oh, we absolutely should have a generator <laughs> with as much um uh power outage as we have out here in the that's what movies. i mean we should have at least something to run you know the refrigerator on. But wasn't the last time that the power went out you guys went to the casino and stayed overnight for two nights, yeah. yeah, we went to Detroit one night, and we went to uh, God. Where did we go? We went to another casino the uh, the next night. So yeah, we we did a couple of <laughs> couple of tours of duty, so to speak. Nice. <laughs> Phil States even made a joke on Twitter about it. You know, hundred years ago, no power, huddle around a fireplace to stay warm all night. Present day, Tony runs off to the casino. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't even a hundred years ago. Are you kidding me? We used to do that when I was a kid. I know, right? I remember the one time in Chicago, the power went out and. We were literally dressed up in our snow gear. So we layered up, had our snow gear on, like layers of socks or heavy boots, got into bed under the blankets. Because it was, I forget how long it was out. It was so fucking cold. Yeah, Yeah, that was the worst. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's talk about something more interesting and more fun. Snow memories. 
Yep. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to start rolling into the 2023 uh, best of categories. Now, uh, we will start off kind of big, broad and generic uh, best overall dining in 2022. Uh, and I'll just I'm going to roll through them quick just for the sake of time. So, folks, you'll have to figure out which one's downtown, local and strip. But uh, last year, the winners of best overall dining was uh, Golden Nugget, Red Rock Casino Resort and uh, Caesars Palace. This year, downtown stays the same with Golden Nugget, but here's an interesting switch up. Uh, people believe that the best place to get dining just overall conceptually at a local's restaurant is at South Point Casino. Huh. No. I don't, I don't think I, I'd agree with that. I, I don't know, uh, especially... I like hot dogs as much as the next guy, but I mean... Like <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah, I... Red Rock has amazing restaurants. That's that's yeah. crazy to me. And to be fair, we've only eaten at one restaurant at South Point, and we were... But it was their high end. It was their high end. We were thoroughly unimpressed. Yeah. Right so... Here. And this one, I think, is a very, very fair... As a matter of fact, uh, Karen, I think you're going to say uh, Vindication. Last year, it was Caesar's Palace. This year, the best overall dining is, of course... Cosmo. Say it. You got it. Awesome. Right. See, they finally got one right. <laughs> they did. They did. They they corrected for uh, for for twenty twenty two. All right. How about best new restaurant? Best new restaurant last year was uh, Barry's Downtown Prime, mm-hmm. Raiders Tavern and Grill, and a Mulfi by Bobby Flay. This year, down t- the best downtown uh, new restaurant is Project Barbecue LV at, uh, at Circa. No, first that of all, that's not new. That's new. It wasn't new. new. Yeah, because that's been it, there that, since they opened. Since they yep. were under construction. That's bullshit. Uh, have you folks eaten at, because the best new restaurant for locals was Nacho's Taverna at Red Rock Casino. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Is that really it's new? It's spelled N-A-X-O-X. Uh, N-A-X-O-S. Oh, that's, that's probably why. That, no, that's I the Greek place. <laughs> I'm sure that's not how it's pronounced. spelling scared me oh, away. Oh, it's not Mexican. No, it's not Mexican. Wrong, it's Greek. Wrong. wrong. <laughs> Got it. Noxos. Um, no, awesome. we have it. And that is new. So that opened. They, they redid. I forget what was there before the buffet. They redid the whole area and put in the Lotus of Siam, the Greek restaurant, um, the and an oyster bar. Um, I have not been to it yet. The menu doesn't look, I mean, it looks fine. It doesn't look overly exciting to me, so it hasn't really been on my my list to do. But, okay, it's good that it's got a high recommendation. And on the strip, the best new restaurant was the Bedford by Martha Stewart at Paris. Yeah, I, I have to give it that. Aside from, well. Vanderpump came out too, didn't it? That Wasn't that another one that you were surprised about or? Was, um, isn't that the one where the food was good, but the drinks were bad? Yes. that That's what surprised me about that, because they're known for their cocktails. Right. And I thought the cocktails were meh, and the food was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say with the Bedford, the food, every time I've been there, has been fantastic. The service has been... Well, the first time I went, it was like their first week of opening. So you got to expect some hiccups there. But the second time I went, yeah, our waiter, I don't know what his deal was. He was going off for smoke breaks a bunch. We hardly ever saw him. Mm-hmm. Which was a little annoying. So, but no, the food the food is fantastic. I, well, I'm gonna call most disappointing restaurant is fucking Bacon Nation. Like, oh, well, that's not new anymore. It either. has so much. Pro- oh, 2023 it was. I thought it was 22. Uh. Yeah, it had to have been. Well, 
Golly, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I swear, it just, if question. it is, it just came out at the end of 2022. Hold on, let me let me search my photo yeah. reel for bacon and see what it comes up. <laughs> I know I took pictures of that sandwich. Right, but how many times? <laughs> so many times. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, while you're looking that one up, Karen, I will uh, riff quickly here on the last category that we'll talk for uh, talk about for tonight, which is best steakhouse. Uh, and I really don't have a lot. Of to, to be able to vamp about because they didn't give me a whole lot to work with. Uh, last year it was uh, Oscar Steakhouse, and again it's this year stay, uh, Oscar Steakhouse for best yeah. downtown. Yeah, we didn't agree uh, with that. Last year they said the best uh, steakhouse on the strip was Bizarre Meat. Again, Bizarre Meat won again this year. Woohoo! Still disagree with that being a steakhouse, but yeah, I, I agree. Mark. It's not I a steakhouse. Agree. I agree with you on that I, too. But there was a new one uh, as it relates to for locals. Last year, it was Hank's Fine Steaks and Martinis at Green Valley Ranch. This year, it was Scotch 80 Prime at Palm. Scotch 80 Prime is really good. It is really good. Yeah. That, that's we've, worth we've venturing that. off this we've trip. We've done that twice, two or three times. Two or three times. And yeah, because we, I know we did it with Brian and Tanya. We've gone with Todd. And we went another time. I forget why. Yeah. But no, we've been there at least three times. It's really it's pricey. Um mm-hmm. especially for pretty much off strip, but it's a it's a really good steakhouse. And yeah. the service is fantastic. Their wait staff is really good. I'd have to argue this year then it would be uh uh what what, what is the one we're gonna I'm trying to foreshadow here. Nico's Nico's. Yeah, uh, it, be, it, it should it should be Nico's in the running. Should be for twenty twenty four because that we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Tease them a little bit. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Just just a little. Just, just the tip. All right. So, Karen, we've vamped as long as we can. Do you have an answer for us on uh, Bacon Nation? So the only thing I can find is when I took a, a picture of their sign. I can't find a picture of the sandwich. Um, and it was from February of 2023, which is it can't. It was before then. It was 2022 because Tell February. You, if it was 2022, then it, it was, was the end of 2022. No, because um, in 20 February 2023 was the winter vacation. The 360 Vegas winter vacation, yes, which means we had already right. done it. We done it a couple yes, times, right. yeah. and we had that arranged dinner there. So, well, anyways, my point was that I'm disappointed in their service. That that was that was the yeah the global point of that. Oh, like, the service has been atrocious. Like it doesn't matter how good their food is; their service is so bad that it it's just not forgivable. So, so frustrating because they've got great food. At I least need, the one time I've been there, I need to learn how to I, make a bacon weave. I know, yes, right? Right? Yes, you do. Mm. It's got to be on a. a uh, as seen on TV or something like that. Oh, right. no, it'll be on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. It's gotta be. All right, well, listen, I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. A typical arcade game makes about as much per day as a typical slot machine. We have that from Vital Vegas. That doesn't seem right. That, that doesn't, doesn't seem, seem possible. Right. No. I mean, because if that's the case, then why did they... I, I mean, obviously, you're, you're not trying to encourage kids to come to Vegas uh, in these casinos anymore. But, uh, I mean, if you're making that much money off it, why, why would you turn to a blind eye to that? Well, uh, so I hold guess that, here's my thought. Hold on. Mark. That could be the answer for oh, why they turned the sports book at Horseshoe into an arcade. Well, yeah, that's actually wh- where mm-hmm. he got this, this mm-hmm. piece from. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, but I think about a slot machine, and I think about – scratch that. Let me start it a different way. I think about an arcade game, and you pop – that quarter in now you may not be great at the game but that quarter is going to buy you conservatively a minute 
two minutes of play mm. minimum, right? You're not going to get that. Think about how much more money you're pumping through a slot machine in the exact yeah. same amount of time. You are one quarter. And maybe I'm showing my age. Maybe maybe it's a dollar <laughs> a play at, at these slot machines. But still, or, your sorry, point's sorry, not lost. Arcade. I mean, it, it, it's... Uh, I mean, it may, maybe what we're underestimating is uh, how little slots are actually played. Like, when you think... Of, of an individual slot, not not collectively. Obviously, slots is a huge okay. thing. But when you think sure. about one sure. singular uh, slot machine, you know how much that that machine makes uh, per day, that it, that it would rival a video game. That's just wild to me. That is too. Yeah. Uh, and another fun fact: Yes, there are videos on YouTube on how to make a bacon weave. So, nice. guess I know what I gotta <laughs> gotta start trying to do. Got to do the lettuce wrap thing. Yes, please. Mm. We're all coming over to. <laughs> it'll, take, it'll take me like six hours to prep weaving the bacon. Right. But other than yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many sandwiches do I have to do? Oh, no. No, no, no. Couples got to share. <laughs> all right, Mark, let's talk about the Twit Pick of the Week. Here at Sumacorp shares a time before the Golden Nugget consumed all of its Western casino competition to acquire the Fremont footprint they have today. It was also the initial incarnation of their greatest exterior facade with the bullnose corner of Fremont and 2nd Street, known today as Casino Center Boulevard. Knowing what it would become, it looks kind of cute. <laughs> Especially next to what, it, what, uh, what was, for a time, the tallest sign on Fremont Street at Lucky Casino, standing 153 feet high. Beyond that, you can see the adorable Californian, if you look close, ending the block the nugget absorbed. Sorry, I got distracted by Phil States. You know I'm recording right now, sir. <laughs> Inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, if you if you really want to, uh, you can look and see Vegas Vic at the Pioneer Club and the Golden Nugget or in the Golden Gate Marquees in the distance. All that to avoid looking at the high waisted gentleman in the foreground. <laughs> it was the style back then. Come on, I, I, I'm I I agree, but I'm I'm talking about the, like I'm I'm the same guy that looked past uh, uh, raising Las Vegas, you know, naked because I'm I'm too busy looking at the landscape, <laughs> and I just thought it was funny as I'm looking at the landscape. You know, I my eyes happen to drop down to see this guy, and I'm like, we're really just burying the lead. Like this guy, this high waisted guy, like right in the foreground. I mean, and the fact we're looking that he, past him. he's got suspenders on to help keep his pants that high. Right, it's amazing. It's great. No, it's it's beautiful. Look at those colors. Those 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 colors. Um, to me, epitomize what I think about when I think about uh, mid modern. Yeah. Decor. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's. It's beautiful. The other thing that I, I just noticed is that both the man and the woman are standing in the middle of the street. Yes. At a point in time when Fremont was not closed to the public. That's correct. Uh, so <laughs> Good observation. My guess is it's early in the morning. I don't know. They're both staring at something. Yeah, right. What are they right. looking at? <laughs> the sun coming well, he up. Looks, if you look at his facial expression, he looks confused. It's the sun. Uh -huh. He's confused. It's been a while what since is, he's seen it. <laughs> well, and sorry, as I'm looking closer at this little old man, he's done a very fine job of making his tie come down to, you know, right about where the belt buckle is supposed to be, where we as, you know, even today in 2024 is the, the target goal of where your tie should end. Yeah, but <laughs> I, th I think his tie is shorter because yeah, I, I, think he's, I think those pants are way up over his belly button. <laughs> Oh, I, either there's a giant drop in those um, pants or those things are splitting his boys in half. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right now yeah. Like if he, the, if he put him down by his waist, he'd have hammer pants on. 
<laughs> well, it, awesome. to your point, Tony, with a tie, the back of the tie is as long as the front of the tie. Yeah. Which yeah, is. is not usually, that doesn't usually happen. So It's masterful when you can do that. Isn't it fun how we can make fun of people that don't know, know us, may not, lo- well, likely are no longer around? We're making fun care. of the fashion. We're not making fun of this guy. Right, right? I'm not making fun of this. Except for Although, spatial expression. Can I, well, yeah. can I make fun of these 22-year-old girls that are wearing 90s mom jeans and proudly rocking them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, like, these high-waisted jeans uh, just remind me of that skit from, um, SNL that mm-hmm. Amy Poehler and, and Tina Fey did. Right. Well, these- or um, oh, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of the white pants with Jimmy Fallon. Never mind. I got to look for that oh. high waisted jeans one. I can't think of yeah. that off yeah. the top of my head. But I'm not surprised. <clears throat> so there you go. It, it, it's funny. It was popular in 1964, 1994, and 2024. And it so. shouldn't be. It's like <laughs> it's like the mullet that people are sporting today. Oh, that should Jesus. not have come I back. I know. It's like, wait a minute. I thought we learned from this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I totally agree. And the funny thing is, is even my wife looks at him and, and it looks at these young ladies that are, again, 22, 23 years old. She says, you know, Chicky, I'm embarrassed that I dressed that way. Why aren't you learning from my mistakes? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we photographed all this stuff. It's in magazines. We all learn. <laughs> oh, my God. If they right, start listen. teasing their hair out, we're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> yes. With the, with the aquanet. Oh, yeah. Just... The height. Like, the height was important. Exactly. You had to get at least a good right. six inches. I, and there was a, I remember going to school with a girl who literally, God, this is such a tangent. Her bangs, like, or like the, she'd have bangs that came like down her sundial. forehead. But then, yeah, it would go, well, no, 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 no. So she'd have the bangs that would come down, and for people that you can't see my making the hand motions, but then the, the top of her hair would go straight up. Right. And oh not, not like curly and poofy. No, <laughs> she would hairspray it so it was a straight, solid mass of hair, and then so it would it go curly like back it. from there. So it looked like um, something about Mary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's awesome. She that's what she, so she'd have the bangs, but then she had this straight up something about Mary and then like flipped back and all and I'm just like, how much my God, the ozone that we killed. <laughs> oh, over her house. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a hole right over her house. Right. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. The news is brought to you by stripwalking.com. For the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas, check out stripwalking.com. The book, Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. All right. I, uh, I tweeted about this earlier today. Come one, come all. Let's talk 360 Vegas Vacation 14. Yes, RSVP is now available exclusively to all Patreon subscribers for the next 30 days after it opens up. After that, it opens up to general availability. As a reminder, some events have limited space requiring an RSVP. The cocktail event already only has two spaces left, 
And the flight club only has seven spaces left. Two spaces left? You mean on the notes it says three. Yeah. Somebody else RSVP between then, yes. when you told I, me I, this I, morning and I checked them as we were starting. Yeah, I, wow. I yeah. Well, same thing with the uh with the, the flight club. The flight club said ten on the notes. How many is left? Seven. Jesus. There's no way this is going to make it to 30 days. No, way. no it never does. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Nope. It's Patreon. Nope. I know. Also, the exercise experience will be a hike this year. RSVP is required, but it doesn't cost you anything. We just need to know you're coming. 360 Vegas 14 is Sunday through Tuesday, June 23rd through the 25th. Did you just drop the vacation out of that? What did I say? You said 360 Vegas 14. Oh, did I really? Yeah. I thought something <laughs> I sounded didn't catch weird it about either. it. <laughs> I didn't catch it either, Mark. Yes. Yeah, this is this is this is super cool. And and one of the things too, I hope you don't mind me sharing this on the podcast, uh, Mark. You and I had texted about this earlier. I am really, uh, we all. I, I'll speak for Mark and Karen as well. Uh, we are all incredibly um, flattered that we'll put these things out there that 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 cost money, and for some folks who've never done it before, are so willing to just blindly um, yeah. pay to be a part of it and and i know we say it before and it doesn't need to be said but i'm gonna say it anyway we don't make any money off from this this is just covering the expense of what we pay right that's uh, part of the reason why we have to delay when we announce these things is because we're waiting to get final prices so we can just go okay so how many people are gonna have all right divided by boom here's price absolutely absolutely and so thank you if for anybody that is new anybody and i think we i think someone even uh tweeted out that they've signed yep. up and they're, they're going to be their first oh i know somebody on patreon on patreon, on the patreon yep. post uh said that it's going to be their first trip so that's super cool really excited to uh to meet somebody new but again thank you for anybody who's doing this you know yeah it's always it's always a blast like we put so much effort into into planning this then to see that you're interested in it you know because we we are obviously geared up for it and not even 24 hours in. I mean, we're, we're looking at, at, yeah, not even 24 hours since we, we dropped and we're almost sold out. Because it just opened up this morning, right? Yeah, at midnight. Wow. Tony, you and I are going to have to start talking cocktails here, my friend. Yes, we will. It'll yes, be we here will. before we know it. And, and I need time to prep. <laughs> that's right. You know, if you start juicing the lemons now, Karen, <laughs> you know, okay, by here's, June. Here's what's funny. And you think I'm kidding. Yeah. It yeah. turns out with the limes, you know, so many limes. Mm-hmm. I overjuiced, so I literally froze it. It's in my freezer. So if you do a cocktail with lime juice, I'm set. I don't have to squeeze it. Goddamn thing. <laughs> you start, you start, that's, that's great. I love it. All right. Well, listen, uh, yes, by, truly, I have a sneaking suspicion that by the time this posts, uh, well, let me rephrase. I bet you, no doubt, by the time this posts to the public, uh, Patreon will probably snap up those last few spots. So probably, yeah. uh, congrats, uh, uh, Patreon folk. We appreciate your support, and you are going to have a hell of a good time, I promise. Yeah. Next up is the Rio's Canteen. What's that all about? Buttovega shared details surrounding Rio's new canteen food hall. While the name evokes thoughts of Star Wars, the look is remarkably similar to Block 16 at Cosmopolitan if their seating were primarily located inside of the restaurant space. The food hall will feature a burger place, sushi, cheesesteaks, ramen, burritos, and chicken tenders. Rio's Canteen Food Hall opens Friday, January 19th. You know, I had somebody on Twitter ask what the difference was between a food court and a food hall. Fancy. Basically non-branded. So if you think about the food courts, they've got you know, Popeyes and Krispy Kremes and all of these like quick service names right. that you know. Right. All of the food halls tend to be 
like either a one-off or it's, it's, a, almost, it's like, an expansion. It's almost like they figured out, how do we get food trucks into these buildings yeah. without putting food trucks in here? Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's the difference. Yeah. Do you two think that the food that's being served up at the food hall uh, is a higher quality than what you would get at a food court? I don't know if it's a higher quality. I think it's just, a, well, I guess maybe. No, I, I guess maybe by definition it's a higher quality. I mean... Okay, so so here's and again going into it's a more unique going into my work background, just because it's a quick service or a branded restaurant doesn't mean it's bad quality food. The quality of the food really depends on the restaurant that's preparing it. So, okay. from that standpoint, I, I, I don't know. It's just more but unique, diverse offerings. There you go. Is really what it and is. I, I think that's the thing. They I think that the food hall folks usually tend to find a niche, and they may not have you know like a, a burger chain like a McDonald's or a Wendy's or whatever is going to have a Vast, a vast menu. Most mm-hmm. of the food halls, are, shops are going to get very specialized, mm-hmm. which I think helps them do what they do very well. Sure. So, okay. That's right. my take on it. We've got some Super Bowl details to share. It was said that the day after the Raiders' final home game, the Super Bowl moved into Allegiant Stadium and preparations for various events and attractions around the city began. CBS announced that they will use the Fountains of Bellagio as a backdrop to a makeshift studio for the week leading up to the Super Bowl. Construction is already underway for the studio that will be used from Monday, February 5th through Sunday, February 11th for more programs than just sports, including CBS News, The Talk, and many more. As previously reported and getting tons of attention on social media, a Doritos building wrap is now on Luxor's strip-facing side but another wrap by Pepsi is going up on Delano. Also, expect building wraps to be done to Allegiant Stadium. Taco Bell announced that they would host their first live mass, or no, Live Moss Live event on February 9th uh, from Vegas to unveil a year's, a year's worth of product launches. You're tripping over your words today. Man. The Dan Patrick Show will broadcast live from Fountain Blues Oasis Deck from 6 to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time from February 5th through the 9th. For some curious reason, it was revealed that the players for both teams, or it, it was revealed where the players for both teams will be staying while they're in town. And, what? interestingly enough, it won't be at a hotel casino so as not to distract the players from the game. They will be located approximately 25 miles from the strip in Henderson at Weston Lake and Hilton Lake. Oh, good Lord. As a reminder, Super Bowl 58 is Sunday, February 11th. I hope they have a police escort. Otherwise, they're going to hate that commute when they got to come in for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they have a bus, a team bus or something. I, I don't care. If they got to drive in regular traffic, they're going to be mad. Well, I don't think they're getting helicoptered into the No, I'm saying the that's practice. why they need a police escort. Although, wait a minute. The practice facility would be in Henderson, so that would make sense. Oh, it, yeah, it is in Henderson. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that does make sense why they're there. Because they're not going to practice at Allegiant. They'll practice out right. at whatever the Raiders facility is. Okay. That makes, makes sense. Um, yeah, the building wrap stuff, it just, I don't know why it bothers me so much. I think it's brilliant on Doritos' part because no one will shut up about it. That's true. But but now you, you have a really cool, okay, I think the pyramid is cool still. I know there's a lot of people that don't. But... And it is ironic that basically you put a wrap on one side and you have a life size or gigantic Dorito. <laughs> it's not a life size Dorito. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's why I said I life size, and then I, then I changed <laughs> it. I quickly tried to change that to gigantic, and, and y'all didn't let that slide. So thank you very much. 
Um, but no, now it's it literally because it's triangle shaped on the side of the building. Right. It's a gigantic Dorito. Right. Which is clever. But the the wrap, the Pepsi wrap on Delano, it, it that one, ugh, that seems that kind of seems trashy. If Delano yes. is supposed to be the classy yep. part of of Mandalay Bay, which is already a classy right. place, that, I will say that does feel like a little bit of a step down. Although I will tell you that Pepsi, because pretty much all of the strip hotels, right, are Pepsi. Right. Um, they are going all out. Um, I can tell you. With um, I think they're doing the halftime show. I think that's what the rap's about. Well, because, again, all of the casinos are Pepsi, so right. they're sponsoring that. Not all of them, but 99% Nine, of them are. The bulk of them are, because uh, one of them made news because they switched. Rio. Okay. But they are going not even just on the outside. I can tell you inside they are doing what they call engagements. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to buy... Um, like specialized surge pricing pre- combo, Pepsis. no combo <laughs> meals at, at various restaurants uh-huh. that'll be like branded in a Pepsi box and all. Like they are, I, I could tell you in Excalibur, they are are going to be taking over the food court area mm-hmm. and have all kinds of games and win shit here and free giveaways and all this other kinds of crap. So it's not just on the oh, outside. Like they cool. are, they are sp- going to spend a shitload of money promoting this. That's fun. If if I were a sports ball kind of person who wanted to, I, matter of fact, I've got a a, a coworker of mine uh, who's got a timeshare and he's using his timeshare during the Super Bowl and he's going to go to the game, uh, which is pretty excited about. But I I got to imagine how fun that would be. All the all these different casinos, if all the if all of these Pepsi folk are are doing things in the casino, how much fun that is going to be for uh, the Super Bowl. So, fans that, that come into town. Speaking of going to the Super Bowl, and I'm just throwing this out there because it was funny. So Mark's dad, because you know the, the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that Cleveland could play in the Super Bowl. And so Mark's dad asked, you know, hey, if they play, are you going to go? To which we kind of said, well, shit, we're going to have to. I don't know if we're going to have to mortgage the house to get tickets, but, you know, right, yeah. we might have to do that. And then it occurred to me that the Lions are also in the playoffs, and so I asked Mark, I'm like, is it possible for the Browns to play the Lions? And he said, well, yeah, there are different leagues. And I was like, oh, shit. So I, that means because my mom is a huge Lions fan. So if the oh, Browns wow. play the Lions in the Super Bowl, I'm going to have to fly my mom yeah. out here. Yeah. And all of us go to the Super Bowl. So yeah, absolutely. Flights are going to be expensive. It's, well, it's going to, yeah, everything's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of hoping one of the teams make it. Maybe the Lions, because then mom won't care about... I mean, she'd love to come out and see us, but um, I think for her, it'd be more about going to the game with us. But yeah, it's... Of course, sure. It's that, I thought the Lions got knocked out. I thought they lost... No, they on, clinched... On some final play. They clinched their division. No. They, oh, they lost a game because of that, but they right. didn't, they're they still in the playoffs. And I think oh, they, might have, they might have sat a bunch of players the last game. No. Uh-uh. Oh, they didn't? No. Most of the they teams were trying did. To, they were trying to secure a, a spot. They would have fallen to three. I think they're at two. They would have fallen to three. Oh. If, but, yeah, no, they're in. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so there's still a chance for them. All right. Yeah. Yay, Lions. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm done with sports ball talk. Ooh, this is fun. Let's talk about a potential new Black Book member. This week, it was unanimously recommended that a, 37 person, that a 37th person be added to the list of excluded persons. The man's name is Neil Hearn. And he can be seen on video walking up to a blackjack table at Aria, grabbing two handfuls of chips in front of the dealer and running away. The man was later arrested and convicted of felony theft in January of 2018. 
The committee recommends the addition to the Black Book due to the brazen manner in which the crime was committed, and concern was voiced that if such stiff if if such stiff penalty isn't applied, it would encourage others to try something similar. Okay, so so two thoughts. Number one, didn't we just talk about somebody else getting added to the Black Book? Yeah, we did. Like a month ago. Yeah, it wasn't long ago. Okay, that's crazy that two happened mm-hmm. so fast. And then mm-hmm. my second thought is, if he was arrested for felony theft back in 2018, what took them six years to decide to vote yeah, him I to blacklisting? I don't, I don't know what the the how, how that that whole thing is set up, but I agree. I thought that, that was that that did take quite a quite a lot of time, especially since they've been convicted of the crime. Right. Good observation, Karen. I didn't I didn't put it together. It also is hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that 2018 was six years ago. Now. I know, <laughs> right? Um, uh, sometimes it feels like it was, you know, 20 years ago because of COVID and the lockdown and life just kind of stopping. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I'm like, damn, wait, it's 2024. It's, it's, mm-hmm. that's only, it's been six years. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know. That's that is interesting. Um, I don't know. If you're going to be so brazen as to just grab a stack of chips out of the dealer's blackjack rack. Does getting added into to me? I guess let me cut to the chase. For me, it'd be that whole prison time thing that would be the bigger I know, right? Uh, dissuader yeah. than than the black. Man. I think it, I think it's more metaphorical here. They're just kind of like, this is what fucking happens when you do shit like this, and that's really what they're going Which, for. Because this guy really did just kind of meanders up to the table, aggressively reaches right in front of the dealer, grabs two handfuls of chips, grabs them, and fucking runs. You know, and it, it, I think it's just because that's easy. Anybody could do that. You know, and it's just the yeah, idea. Think about where the blackjack tables are. Do you really think you're going to get out of the casino? I know. Well, I, I know. I didn't say there's any any criminal act done in a casino is foolhardy. I just. You know what this reminds me of? That scene from Ocean's Eleven. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> yes, yes, where Saul's going through the people who've tried right. to you know knock off a casino. The other so, thing, he the other thing that with this, with this blacklist is, uh, how, can they really stop you from going into the casino? Well, if you're banned from the whole state, well, yes, they can. That's it's, it's just private property. Well, I get that, but no, what I mean is, how do they enforce it? So if you think about all the hundreds and thousands of people that go through a casino every day, well, it's not saying that they wouldn't be able to slip past. They're just saying if they get caught, it's against the law. They've been banned. I mean, per state law, and, they're out. And the casinos have to make sure that if they find that person... Yeah, as soon as it's identified that that person's in there, they have to make the concerted effort to remove them. Well, the casinos want them removed. I have no doubt about that. It's just, you know, if you lay low and go in with a hoodie and just sit there and play, how are they going to... Well, I better hope you don't get a hand pay, I guess, is the real thing. I know, right? (laughs) That's actually how the last guy that that we were talking about in the Black Book got busted because of the hand pay. yeah. Good memory. Good I think memory. I'm thinking of the right guy. All right. Then there, then there's the Win West update. Win Resorts have requested a five-year extension on its previously approved plans for the frontier land known at one point as Win West. A Win spokesperson said the extension would allow them to consider the best development for that parcel. Clark County Building Department is recommending a denial of the extension because the original approval is eight years old and outdated. That seems reasonable. Well, my only thing is it was the plans were pre-pandemic. 
And if you think about the pandemic, that kind of put everything on stop. So there's almost like a, you know, a gap time that you've got to say, okay, you know, I get it. But yeah, eight years old, it probably needs a refresh. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain regulations that have changed since uh, that was approved that rather than go through the old plans, you know, it's like, no, 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 just you submit new ones. Start again. Which is an expensive process. Sorry, go ahead. Is this the same piece of property that we spoke about last week where they plan yep. on doing something high-end for their, for the their Super high Bowl. rollers during the Super Bowl? Yep. Okay. All right. And then lastly, uh, let's talk about the Nevada Craft Beverage Passports. Once again, Nevada is partaking in a beverage passport promotion with 45 craft breweries, tap rooms, and wineries throughout the state. The program is open to those over 21, and a passport can be obtained from any of the participating venues. Those that complete 10 locations can mail in their passport for a free pint glass and a Nevada craft beverage sticker. I always think that's silly when they're like, I'm going to give you a sticker too. I'm like, ooh, can I get a sticker? I'm going to put it on my car with all my free the whales kind of stickers. (laughs) The first five people who complete all 45 locations will receive a gift basket valued at $150. Additional details will be found via a link on the blog. Okay, this doesn't seem like the prize does not seem worth it to me. If it was in Nevada, in in Las Vegas, yeah, to hit forty five, that's fine. But it's the entire state of Nevada. Yeah, you know how long it takes to get from here to Reno? <laughs> right. We know. We've done it a couple times. Right. One hundred fifty bucks ain't gonna no. cover. Number no, one. it's a cute idea. I, I like the idea of the of the beverage passport, but I agree I with you. Too. Like you're not you're not going to accomplish much. I mean, it's kind of fun to be like, hey, look, I I've got all these places to you know go and check them off your list, and that sounds fun. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not chasing this prize. Like I'll I'll do all of them here in Vegas. Like I can find a list and go, okay, these are all the craft places we should try. Totally up for that. Right. Got in for this, you know, what, which I'm guessing it's going to be mostly in Vegas and, and Reno. I guess. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Most of it's Vegas, though. I know that. No, most of it's Vegas. That's fine. Yeah. We need to get those. I want to see where these places are. Uh, okay. All right, well, that's going to do it then for news. Why don't we roll into Prop Bets? For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop Bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. It's available for free on Android and iPhones. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the fabulous Flamingo. The third hotel casino to open on Highway 91 is now the oldest hotel casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Flamingo's current incarnation looks absolutely nothing like the original. In fact, It said the final piece of the original structure was torn down in December of 1993 to make way for the hotel's garden. While not the luxury resort originally envisioned, the Flamingo has continued to evolve to keep up with what the market needs, even if that means becoming the premier low-end property. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts start at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or you can go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Oh, this is fun. All right, so first up, 
Sin City Alerts reports transit security was flagged down by a tourist regarding a subject looking for a place to hide. Subject said he's being followed by 20 people and hadn't slept in days. <laughs> this reminds me of old-timey, like, 1960s, like, like uh, uh, you know, the, all the president's men. Like, they're, they're, they're coming after me. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, you read this stuff and you, like, you feel bad because clearly this guy's... Well, I don't know if I feel bad, but clearly this guy's tweaking out on something, and and uh, or has mental health issues, right? Or has mental health issues, but it's still it's still funny when you first read it. Like when you take away the realness of it, and you're right. like just yeah. just on its on its face, it's it, it's I, I find it amusing. <laughs> Fremont Street Experience now has warning signs informing that street performers are not employees of F- FSE and cannot demand payment. You are urged to contact security if you encounter an issue such as this. I'm going to yell security. Wait, you mean the, 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 the panhandlers are, are soon aggressive? As soon as they attempt to swat at me, security! <laughs> I need an adult! I need, I need an adult! <laughs> Palazzo, Palazzo? Mm-hmm. Palazzo's marquee is getting an LED makeover. Ooh. Although their sign wasn't neon. No, huh? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Once again, the dance between properties and unions continue with the union threatening a strike on February 2nd if the deal can't if a deal can't be reached with independent properties. The same threats are always the ones that are being leveled are again being leveled. Oh, and the date is ironic. A week, yeah, a week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's, it's all it's just it's obnoxious. It's like they've already gotten their deal done. Just fucking do the deal. Just this is where the, this is where you lose me. Unions. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that a movie is being filmed in Vegas right now, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Pamela Anderson, which is a fascinating combination. <laughs> yes, it is. All that is known about the plot is that Curtis's character is a seasoned cocktail server. It's funny when I first read that. You know who it made me think of? Mm-hmm. That Binion's lady that had the giant hair. Oh God, bless her. <laughs> God, what was her name? I don't remember. She was there for like ever and yeah. a day. She was. Do you remember her, Tony? Do you know who we're talking about? I I know of her only because I watched that Binion's uh, uh, reality show. Oh, she was that on had, that. Yeah, for a brief yeah. second. I kind of want to go yeah. watch that. Watch that again because it was oh, linked so to it good. somewhere. But she, so no, literally good. every time you went in, and she's this tiny little thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. she's four foot ten. Like she is a tiny, and her hair. Is half of her her body height, <laughs> right. but it, it's just this big, beautiful way. And she was an awesome waitress. Yeah, I mean, she came around. She, she knew her section. Yeah, she she moved like the Dickens. There was no doubt. And I because she's older, I think a move like the Dickens is it the, the you know a, a <laughs> phrase that makes sense with that. <laughs> Venetian is getting a new players club called Card called Venetian Rewards in March of 2024. For those interested in the details, we we'll have a link on the blog. Vital Vegas is reporting that Spandex Nation is no longer a resident house band at the Fremont Street Experience as part of a revamping of their lineup. They do still have performances at Harris uh, Carnival Court on Mondays. This surprises me. Yeah, I know. I know people who are big fans of Spandex Nation. And, Huge, uh, and it's it's such a. It always seems to have a draw to it. It's such a, a distinct era of music. Right. 
And they do a great job with it. From it's, what I, we've fun. never seen him. No, we've seen him. Oh, I've seen him twice. Was that when you or Mike were standing outside yes. watching? Okay. Yes, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that so I'm just I'm surprised when they say they're revamping their music. I'm a little worried that it's yeah. going to turn into like a, a, a EDM thing. No. Instead no. of live bands. No, they've already got the dancing dealers. I mean, so the EDM. I know, but that's not EDM. Well, the dancing but, dealers just DJ and mix music. Yeah. Uh, or I, dancing I don't, DJs. I don't see that happening. They're not dealers. They're dancing DJs. Dancing sorry. DJs. Thank you. No. What are they? Is that what it is? Dancing DJs? Yeah. Yeah. It's dancing something. DJs? Because they're DJing music? <laughs> Versus the dealers that are inside the casino? These are outside right. the casino? All right. Uh, Chris Angel helped escort a man from his theater who was using his phone during the performance and after he assaulted a security officer. Now... The said man's lawyer is claiming that Angel choked him in addition to multiple other details that didn't appear in the arrest report. This is like a night and day. And it should be easy because there's going to be a ton of witnesses. Agreed. Because this is a show. But like... Yeah, I don't know what this guy's attempting to... Uh, other than just straight up lie. So I don't, what I don't know he what said... To do. So, so what the report is, is that he like jumped over the row in front of him and went after and slugged a security guard and right, whatever. Right. And then for whatever reason, Chris Angel decided I need good publicity because my yeah, show see, sucks. And that's something else that I thought about. I'm like, dude, you're you're Chris Angel. You're the headliner. Mind your fucking business, man. Well, he also, yeah. security he also in thinks place. he's like a bodybuilder, so he you know had to get well, into is, the middle of it. He's built. And he'll do anything to get into the press, so let's, let's put it that way too. <laughs> but for whatever reason, he came down and supposedly helped escort the guy out. And what the police report says or what I... I don't have a police report. There was some um, testimony of somebody that was there that said that, you know, Chris and the guy were talking, and at the end, you know, they gave each other hugs, and the guy walked away. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I read that. Now, what the lawyer is saying is that the, the guy was, like, his mother was dying or some shit, so he's texting with his mom during the show, and the... Dude, get up and get out. The security thought that he was recording... Which, oh, what he's saying is, I got up to hand my the security officer my phone so he could see there was no recording, and then everybody jumped on him and tackled him. Hmm. Now, one of these scenarios sounds very likely. I know, right? One of them sounds like a load of bullshit. Yeah. I'll let you decide which one's which. <laughs> or court of law, apparently. Yeah. MGM Resorts purchased 1.62 acres of land in between Cosmopolitan and Bellagio, currently used as a road for parking and garbage storage for $54 million. Holy shit. No word why, other than to clarify that, quote, MGM inherited the lease and they exercised an option to purchase now that they own both sides. Oh. Uh, $54 million for 1.62 acres? Yeah, I don't... Uh, well, the, the price tag doesn't really surprise me when you consider, you know, uh, Cosmopolitan did with 4.4 uh, and how much they ended up paying for it. You know, so I'm not really surprised by the price tag. I'm just surprised that. At but the, it's a road, right? That's that's <laughs> what I mean. I'm like, what are you guys gonna do with this? Cut off I, access I to the a, jockey club, maybe. So I got to imagine to some degree they just don't want someone else's land. I mean, literally, they don't want another cosmopolitan. Is what they yeah. don't want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. That, that's it's probably they slightly overpaid, but whatever it takes to wipe out right. you know, and make sure that that's all your spot or all your land. Yep. Why does Tony keep getting the, these? It was an accident. It's this Dumb week. luck, right? 
I told you, I do I not put the sports the, balls. Yeah, I don't. I don't put the thought into into lining these up. No, like you he's think getting I the do. fun ones. <laughs> LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. Sin City Alerts reported security guards responding to a gift shop in downtown Las Vegas with a report of larceny. The subject had stuffed his pockets with magnets and shot glasses and is now wearing approximately 10 Las Vegas t-shirts <laughs> from the rack and running from employees. What? Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. okay. I get grabbing shot glasses and magnets and stuffing them in your pockets and running. This guy had the time to layer on 10 t-shirts right. inside the shop. I'm just really cool. And nobody said anything? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Do they have rooms where you can They're try that always, stuff on? No, no. No. I don't think so. No, not in those they don't. And there's always people walking around. So, like, yeah, how I do they not? I don't know. How did he have time? Shoplifters have become so brazen, Karen. But they ten? just don't even try now. No, he was trying. No, but, well, he was trying to escape. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to be. He wasn't trying to hide what he was doing. I just. I just wonder what the staff was doing. If, again, ten T-shirts. Think about how long it takes you to put on a T-shirt. Even if long? you have no. Put, even put if you on, have them all laid out right in front of you and just grab one, put it on. Grab one, put it on. Grab one, put it on. Grab ten times, right. and nobody said anything. He had to take these off the hangers. I'm sure, somebody said something, but ultimately, people don't do anything to him when they do it. This is stupid. They're like, sir, sir, take off the shirts. The guy just keeps putting shirts on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Vital Vegas is reporting that Vegas magician Dick Arthur recently died of COVID. That might be Dirk Arthur, to be honest with you. I thought it was Dirk. Dick doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, Dick doesn't make sense. In a lot of ways. Sense. <laughs> can I, okay, the fact that this is COVID, can I bitch about something that happened today? Sure. Just because. So, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't on the show because I had this major sinus infection and I couldn't talk with or talk without coughing, right? So this week, so I went into the doctor, whatever. I told them I need, I have a sinus infection. I've had this before. I need a two-week dose of antibiotics minimum to knock this out. Yeah, the, the wonderful physician's assistant gave me a whole of one week. Oh, awesome, whatever. So this week, it flared up again like I told them it would. And... So I finally, like, so like Wednesday was the bad day. Like I was out, knocked out, cold, fever, all this yeah. other shit. So I got into the doctor today, ended up seeing the same physician assistant. And again, I'm like, I told you, like, I need two weeks. This isn't going to go. And she's like, well, have you tested? And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, no, I knew what she meant. I just, it just would have been funny, funny to respond to that real quick. <laughs> just go, for what? Um, Not Brian White. But I told her, I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I, I, I know what this is. I've had so many sinus issues. I've had surgery. Right. Like, I know what this is. And she's just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have my assistants come in and test you for COVID and the flu. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay. And so, again, I have to wait for the assistant to come in, which took about five minutes. She did the swabs, which, ugh. It's so much better to do it at home when you have a medical professional doing it. They get Just all up in there. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, then I have to sit and wait for 10 minutes. Yep. And the longer I'm sitting and waiting for 10 minutes, I'm like, I've had this cough, congestion, everything for two months. Right. You're telling me this is COVID? Right. <laughs> like, what do I have, like, fucking long-haul COVID? Like, what is this bullshit? Sitting there wait, waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, she comes back, and she's like, well, good news. You tested negative. I'm like, oh, really? Shocker. I, know. I so, don't know if that's good news as much as I know. F- I uh, can I say that. I told you so? I, know, right? I really wanted to be just like this pain in the ass. Told you so. Told you so. Right. Give me my drugs. But then, okay, again, told her I needed two weeks. So she's like, I'm calling in a prescription. And I'm like, all right, are you giving me a week again? Are we going for two? And she's like, I'm giving you 10 days. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to be wow. back there in a month. Wow. You need to find That's a new so one. That's so frustrating. Well, no, this isn't... That's so frustrating. Th- this isn't, like, the doctor that I go see, because I'm, I'm trying to get, like, sure. a last minute in. Sure. So this sure. is one of those physician's assistant that they can delegate certain things to. Right. And, yeah, so she... I, I Like, I love... Actually, it's not... It's a nurse practitioner I see there. I absolutely love her. She's fantastic. And if I could have gone in yesterday, I could have seen her, but I couldn't, because oh. work sucks. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, get in, you know, tomorrow Work morning. Work is busy. Fine. It just, I was, I'm so mad. Like the whole thing, she kept it, and I know, like the way she was looking at me, she's like, you don't have a sinus infection, you have COVID, and you're walking around with it and infecting everybody and not doing anything. I'm like, bitch. Like I just, and this is a mental dialogue going in my head, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, I felt like crap for so long and I'm so fed up with it. I'm like, I know it will fix this. You're not listening to me. And I kind of want to, so they gave me a referral to an ENT, which I know I need to go to, but I don't want to. And so I kind of want to go back in and I'm like, oh, no, no, I want to see her again. And I could say like, bitch, this is the third time I told you what I need. And now that this has been going on for three months, now you got to give me a four week dose. Otherwise, this ain't going away. Sorry. That's That's so frustrating. No, no, no. Every right to be frustrated. COVID can kiss my ass. The Meatball Hero Truck, located on Fremont East, has temporarily been rented away and will not be back until after the Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I, are we assuming that they've been rented away for Super Bowl purposes? I, I, I don't know. I thought that was interesting that they were tied together in that way, but uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Testing on Rio's new exterior building lights uh, began Thursday night. We do have a link on the blog for those of you that are interested in seeing it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's basically, it's, it's, it's the same structure that the building already has uh, lit up. It just now can be lit up in sections and different colors. and uh, Can actually dance instead of just being stagnant. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, we'll see if they actually let it do that. I like though. it. Keep, keep renovating. Keep doing stuff. Yeah. Modernize yeah. it. Bring, give some life back to it. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Four Maloof children have sold their ownership stake in the Golden Knights to current majority owner Bill Foley for an undisclosed amount. It was believed that the Maloof family owned around 15% of the team. Wow, can you imagine how much money they made off of that? Yeah, you would think. 
considering they won the... St- ironic that they sold it the year after they won the Stanley I'm Cup. I'm sure that's by intention. And they're not doing so good this season. Yeah. So they're probably like, sell now while the getting's good. <laughs> and Resorts World has begun offering 20% off now through May, Sunday through Thursday, to locals for businesses at a significant number of their food and beverage options. The deals require a valid Nevada ID. Still not so, going to get me there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Is, so this is so you guys could go in and, and get twenty percent off all of your assorted meals ah, at a significant number, which means not all of them. Which probably means the restaurants that I'd want to go to are not offered. There's a ton of them. There's like there's like ten or fifteen of them. I bet you they're all in the food court, food hall. Excuse me. Well, no, I don't, food I don't area. Think they have fifteen things in the. In the food oh, hall. they do. They have like twenty. Yes. Oh, uh, no, no, no. No, I'm thinking about it. That's crazy talk. <laughs> All right, listen, I think that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up is Howie Mandel. He's performing at Westgate Saturday, February 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at a very affordable $40. Huh. He's actually funny live. He is. I'd, I'd believe I'd, it. I'd be interested in going to see him. Yeah. Although it's an 8 p.m. show on a Saturday, we may be asleep. Right. We can take a nap. <laughs> We'll take naps ahead of time. We'll be there ready. There you go. Uh, Warrant and Lita Ford are performing at the Westgate Saturday, June 22nd. Show start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $25. Extreme and Living Color are performing at the theater at Virgin Thursday, February 29th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $39. Tamia and Joe are performing at the theater at Virgin Friday, April 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 80 bucks. Wu-Tang Clan will have a short-term residency at the Theater at Virgin Friday and Saturday, February 9th and 10th, and again March 22nd and 23rd. Shows start at 9 p.m. and tickets start at $65. How do they call two weekends a short-term residency? I call it a short-term <laughs> residency. Oh, it's okay. easier to describe well, that way. Okay, got yeah. it. Although they are referring to it as a residency, so uh, I'm just the one that put, put the qualifier before it. So I I feel mine is more genuine than, than theirs yeah. is to just it's call it a residency. Fair. Yeah. Rita Rudner is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, March 26th through the 28th. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Frankie Avalon is performing at South Point Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at 50 bucks. I feel like we need to go see that. Frankie Avalon? Yeah. I, I feel like he's, again, having watched Jersey Boys, which I didn't realize I knew as much as I knew about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like He's one of those that you want to see him before he goes. Hmm. You know what I mean? And before I read the last one, uh, guess how many little stalls are in the Resorts World? What do they call it? Uh, I don't call it. They call it casual uh, casual dining. Yeah. 19. So, yeah, that's where that's probably all that's on the list. And finally, Sheena Easton is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, April 26th through the 28th. Show start at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $45. Sheena Easton. 
Wow. There is a name I have not heard I know, right? or thought of in conservatively 27 years. <laughs> Close to 30 at this point. Wow. Sheena Easton. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game at Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week we've got a 360 FHE. Now this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week you went out and explored Nico's at Durango. Tell us about your first-hand experience. So we well, had- Can we first thank um, at Priority Tech on Twitter? Because yeah. he was he was in town for CES and he was staying there and he invited us out. Um, so we had a chance to, to, he got the reservation. We got a chance to meet up with him and, uh, and hang out. And, and you know, I, I have to apologize to him because, again, it was the night of the national championship game. And so for the first part of the dinner, I was watching the TV that was in the <laughs> other side of the restaurant. Um, but I want to thank him for inviting us because I don't know that I ever would have or at least not targeted that restaurant this soon. Well, yeah, not this soon. So, you know, huge kudos to him. It was awesome to see him. Thanks for inviting us out. But, yeah, what and we were teasing is this is one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I mean, and the surprising part about it is that I order mine medium well, which typically means you're going to get a crust on it. A very uh, hard Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm okay with that. That's, that's what I expect out, out of my steaks. This had the lightest sear I've ever had before on yeah. it. And it was nice and juicy on the inside. It was it was cooked the exact way that I wanted. It was unbelievable. And Mark, Mark shared a piece both with myself and with and with Jason, and we were both like, "Holy shit, that's tender!" Like, yeah, it was, you know. And I think Jason gets his steaks more the medium rare side, so medium right. well would have been a big. But he even he was like, "Oh yeah, that's good." Yeah, I mean it. It was a very good steak. Yeah, the one negative that I've got to say is that the servers. Well, not just one negative. First of all, there's way too many of them. I mean, there were shit. They're everywhere. There was one. There was one table that they were serving. That there were more servers than there were people sitting at the table. Well, that's when they were bringing oh, the entrees out. I it's mean, still, it was ridiculous. They do have. They do have a lot of staff. I don't feel like the staff was intrusive. No, but no, it's like they, you they never did knew. Fine, but there were just too many of you, them. You never knew who was coming by, and if I ask, you know, one person for another cocktail, then the next guy comes up and says, "Oh, do you need a refill?" And I'm like, "Well." Uh, some geez. some yeah. dude just you know, said he was going to get it. So th there were definitely a lot of them. I didn't I didn't say anything about it, but something that they had done that really put me off was uh, I hadn't touched oh. my uh, my napkin. Uh, it was just sitting there, yeah, and, and on the table because I'm like, why well, haven't started eating? I, and like I, on I'm, the plate, you know? How yeah, it was just like sitting the there. Little bread and the guy plate. came and took it and, and like and like put it, you know, like like on your lap. Me, like, well, no, he didn't put it on my lap, but it was like it was like here, put this on your lap. And like. I don't, I don't. Oh, I didn't. I missed that. Table. I missed that totally. Oh, yeah, I, I, just, I just let them get away with it. But other, the, other than that, they also have goofy Sherlock Holmes uniforms. Yes, yeah. they're they're kind they're, of they're kind of tight too. They're like they they're are under, tight. They're ill-fitting. <laughs> so they're they're a a light um, beige cream plaid pattern. <laughs> they don't. They look like a seersucker suit, but they're not a seersucker suit. And Tony might understand what that means. Um, yeah. They're not. They look like linen, but they're not quite linen. Right. And it's <laughs> okay. and you could tell there were different levels. So the the hostesses 
had dresses made of this material that had this weird little cutout. So it, it was like, it was a solid dress, but in the middle of their stomachs, above their belly button, so it looked like it was high-waisted, they had this weird little half moon that showed just this tiny little bit of skin. Made no sense, served no purpose. <laughs> I mean, they were completely covered, except for this little bitty, it's not even like your stomach. It was, it had, it, it was a weird spot. But they had huh. dresses in that pattern. And then okay. there, there had to be different level of servers because some of them had pants made of this material and just a white shirt. Some mm. of them had pants and a vest made of this material with a white shirt. And some of them had pants and a jacket made of the same mm. material with white you know, collar sticking out. Mm-hmm. So there were obviously like different levels of employees all wearing the exact same fabric that was a, just an odd... I, I mean, I remember us talking about it. I don't know how else to, we should have gotten a picture, like sneaked right. one, but just, it, just to be able to see the, the the attire. But no, you're probably right. We're going to draw people to it just so they can be like, I got to see these stupid suits. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> get what about your food, Karen? How was yours? Well, so we started. Um, Jason and I started with one of their appetizers called Finding Nico, and okay. it's a a plate that had um, seared albacore, uni, scallop, caviar, and a black truffle vinaigrette. And, okay, when you have uni and caviar, please let me get on that. They, it also had, like, some um, some raw salmon, uh, salmon sashimi on it, which wasn't listed on the thing. Um, it was beautiful when it came out. The uni and the caviar were amazing. The, sa- the salmon was fantastic. And I, I managed to get make it so that the black truffle vinaigrette didn't completely destroy everything on the plate. But the the seafood was really good, and even Jason. Well, even Jason said that they, it was too forward. The the truffles. The was, truffle was very much. forward, but he also mentioned that he had had uni before and and wasn't a big fan. He liked. Yeah, I remember what that. was on the plate, yeah. and so much so that I didn't realize there were three portions of because it was uni with caviar on top. Which, my God, how can you get any better than that? Um, and so I grabbed one, and I knew I wasn't going to eat a ton, so I had that and a piece of salmon. And he grabbed the other uni, and he was like, "Okay, this uni is good." I've had it before and I haven't liked it. And I know what he means. I've had it places where it's, it, it, it almost tastes like it hasn't been clean. Like it's, it's kind of stuck together and chewy and not that beautiful, smooth, creamy texture it's supposed to have. Um, but he, no, he said he really loved it. And there was a, a third little portion of uni and caviar that I didn't see. And he snagged that up and I was so mad because I told him <laughs> I've done that. Um, but that was delicious. And then I just got, um, for my entree, I got their snow beef tortellini, which it was funny. The waiter came over and he's like, oh, so do you know what snow beef is? And I said, yes. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I just assumed nobody knows I was going to tell you. I'm like, go ahead and tell me the story. (laughs) It's these cows that live up on a mountain and they end up grazing on, you know, grass that's under the snow during the winter, whatever. So they have a lot of fat in them. So once you cook it, it's it just the meat just sort of falls apart or whatever. The tortellini were fantastic. I would go back and get those any day of the week. Wow, they were delicious. Really? Yeah. Um, and then I know Jason got the lamb, the lamb chops, mm-hmm. which he loved. I mean, he, 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 aside from, I told him, I'm like, just pick up the bone and start gnawing on it. We won't mind. I know it's a fancy <laughs> restaurant, but it's okay. So, yeah, so he ate the whole thing. And then for sides, we got uh, the cream corn. And the grilled asparagus, both of which were fantastic. Like the entire meal, 
everything was delicious. That yeah. was just absolutely awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad for three people. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like... Oh, I know, wait, no, because we did the tip. With, with drinks, because we all were having cocktails, wine, whatever, with drinks for three people, it was 400 bucks. Oh, that's... That's not that's bad. bad. I, I think for a steakhouse in Vegas, I think that's yeah. very affordable. And, yeah. and for that's a meal three, as good as this? And three people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. So. yeah. Nice. Nice. Very fun. Very cool. Much better, much better than our first meal experience at Durango. Just going to say. Oh, right. Because the sandwich shop sucked. Um, but the, Nico's okay. the Steakhouse is really good. Yeah. Good. Very good. And then lastly, we've got some listener feedback. In particular, we got a PayPal donation from amazing human being, great friend of the show. An interrupter of the beginning of the show. <laughs> the interrupter of the beginning. Also interrupts the <laughs> flow of the show. What's he got to say, Karen? So Phil writes, karma donation for the trip on the 19th of this month. My new boss told me I had to find a procedures conference, and lo and behold, Planet Hollywood has one on the 21st. So I guess good karma is not stabbing myself. <laughs> okay. And they let them practice at a procedures conference? Is that why he's know, worried about stabbing awesome. himself? I'm going to have to ask him that question when he's like, in town. Is there a theater? Do I get to watch you? That'd be amazing to watch like your friend do surgery. Like the old schooly thing where they right. had the like the, the round room yeah. with the table in the middle and everybody's sitting <laughs> right. on the risers. We're in Seinfeld where they, he ends up losing the uh, the junior mint and he goes into <laughs> yeah, the guy. Yeah, Jujubee or something? <laughs> yeah, Jujubee. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Phil, if they're, if they're offering up free liposuction, sign me up, homeboys. Dieting thing sucks. <laughs> I, I'm more than happy with going with the the Ozempic route. I was going to say, you're, you're what, 12 days into a dry January? How's that going for I you? I am. It is, it is the, been the longest 12 days of my life. <laughs> I actually said to my wife, do we have a drinking problem that we are on the struggle bus? <laughs> yeah, but you're Not enjoying yourself and having fun. doesn't interrupt uh, with your day to day. Who cares? No, 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 no. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, as a matter of fact, more than anything, we wanted to have a, a drink tonight just because it's Friday and we're going into a long weekend. We can't leave the house because we're going to get, you know, snow Mageddon. Oh, my coming God. On. Not drinking when you're stuck in the house for a weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I would cave. Uh, I know. Right. But uh, so I've, I've got some some busy works to just to have fun and do while I'm uh, <laughs> down. But um, yeah, I think that's Hey, before we get out of here, I uh, want to. Uh, reiterate something that Marcus talked about on the uh, podcast before uh, if you folks if you're so inclined I would highly recommend you go to Amazon uh, type in the day the MGM burned that is the name of the book the day the MGM burned I think I paid seven bucks for it I think I paid four dollars for the book and three dollars for shipping because I bought it used as a matter of fact the only way you can find it at this point is used it's, it's out of print uh, I was texting with Mark about this earlier Man, I read through that book in a half day. So I really and truly, I plowed through that book in nothing flat. It was absolutely a phenomenally inter- interesting read. Uh, when they rebuilt the MGM Grand, uh, they rebuilt it effectively the way it looks, the way we know it today, the horseshoe today. So if you have spent any amount of time uh, at Bally's now, horseshoe you'll still be able to know exactly what the writers in 1982 were talking about when they wrote the book it's wild as they Um, describe it like when i know that exact area they're talking about yep the the check-in desk is always where it's been uh the 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 front uh port cashore area is still the way it was um and 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 back where the where the 
the Jeff Binion Steakhouse is present day is I think uh, roughly right about where the deli was where the fire started. Right, right. Um, just, just absolutely, absolutely a wonderful read and intro. Just made you really feel like you were there, either in the rooms or on the casino floor. Uh, the way the the writers wrote the book, it's it's a stellar book. So it's funny. Uh, thank every you, Mark, I I've been in a casino as the fire alarm goes off, and I and I've had <laughs> the same feeling that those people have. Like, oh, I'm sure they've got. We it. were in Circa oh, when got it went off. Care of. It'll be fine. Yeah, we were in Circa when one went off and nobody moved. No. Huh. All right. Well, listen. I think that's going to do it for episode number 471. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our buddy Phil States did, please send that to Mark. Uh, his email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.